Alright guys, welcome to week 60 recap. Um, this week I was in Phoenix for the entire week. I left Sunday and came back Monday. Um, and reason being is that, well, a couple reasons. First and, and foremost, the main reason is I became an uncle for the second time. Um, you know, my, my brother had a baby boy, so uh, definitely made the drive out there uh, that same day. I uh, got to see him um, along with the family and, and all that stuff. So, you know, another another milestone, man. Another another important moment. Uh, pretty cool to see to see my bro with with his little family and all that. And uh, you know, just just kind of see my niece too, and, and now my nephew and, and and everybody, my family, my parents, grandma, all that stuff. Um, so that that was a good time. Um, of course, family is always always an important time for me. But I knew I was gonna stay a little while just because obviously my my nephew and stuff. So I brought all the equipment with me just in case I had um, I had some additions and everything pop up. Uh, and I, you know, I told myself that yeah, I'm gonna be gone for a week, but. You know, week 59 was, was kind of like an off week for me, it felt like. So I'm like, man, I cannot have two off weeks in a row. Like, you know, I need a workout there. It can't just be like family time, hanging out with friends, you know, all that all that stuff. So I, uh, I brought all my equipment with me and very glad that I did because I had four additions this week. Um, all, all pretty good material too. And uh, I spent quite some time kind of getting ready, well, juggling between family time, of course, because everybody wants to, wants to constantly spend time with you and, and also, you know, getting this stuff done. And on top of that, applying or, uh, yeah, submitting myself too for, for projects. Um, so, yeah, so let, let's get into it. Besides all the family stuff, of course, um, like I said, I had four, four auditions that I had to do, that I had to do a self-tape for, and <laughs> man, that, that was a process because I'm having to do it in my parents' garage, and you hear all these like background noises that you don't even think about, you know, birds chirping, dogs barking, you know, uh, people pulling up on the driveway and, and honk, and, like all kinds of weird shit, man, and, and that was kind of, it was really annoying. Um, you know, a couple of projects projects took me more than four to five hours. You know, and, and they're they're not that long as far as uh, pages that I had to shoot for. And of course, I'm by myself too, so I'm having to record the sound. And um, but it's all good. Got them done though. Got them all done. Proud of that. I uh, I edited I edited them I edited them all in iMovie and. I'm getting a little bit better with iMovie faster, you know, kind of now that, that I've learned uh, some of the basic fundamental stuff, it's just like boom, 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 boom. Um, and what I'm doing too is, like for instance, this script that I had for one of the auditions, I was auditioning for this, for this all out like Mexican role, like this dude spoke zero English. The whole script was in Spanish, so I'm like, fuck, I don't even speak Spanish. I mean, I can speak Spanish, okay, here and there, I can communicate basic stuff, but I, I can't you know, full on have a conversation. Um, 
uh, when I speak, my accent sounds like I speak fluently, but, but in reality, I don't. So I took the script, and there's like five pages too. So I'm having to like translate the whole thing, you know, reach out to some friends, which, which are Spanish-speaking, and kind of like, yo, can you help me out? <laughs> like, wh what does this stuff mean? So have to do that, prep for that, prep for the character, getting character, you know, play out the scene. And uh, all this required a lot of editing because I'm shooting the scene, and... I'll do parts at a time, so I'll do you know one or two lines, um, depending on how long they were, and then I'd have to kind of go through the entire thing, just say them, say them, say them, and then at the end, I would just I, I took everything and I edited it. So I learned that process, which I've never done before. I usually do one or two takes, um, like when I shoot stuff, like. Usually, if it's two scenes, I'll do two takes. If it's one scene, I'll do one take. Meaning, I'll go from the from the beginning to the end. I'll memorize it and then do it. But this, I, I didn't have enough. You know, I had no time, and then it would have taken me much longer because it was an all-out Spanish scene, Spanish-speaking scene. So, I uh, I did it this way, which is interesting because I learned a bunch of I I learned like how to do it now. Like for instance, if I say a line and I say, "Hey, how you doing?" And I have to memorize that line, but then I have to hear the response and then say my next line. I'll just say, hey, how you doing, right? Stand in place for, for in a certain mark, you know, for a specific amount of time, depending on the length of the answer that I'm getting, which is, I'm fine, how are you, right? Account for that, and then go back to, I'm great, how's everything with you? You know, so, but in order to do that, you can't be like, hey, how you doing, and then, you know, oh, I'm great. Like everything needs to be aligned. So when you edit, so when you cut your part or add the part where um, the other person's speaking, there needs to be enough time where you're kind of reacting to it before you cut in your other response, which needs to be clean. You know, you can't be from here to all of a sudden you cut and then you're looking like this. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that was, that was an interesting, interesting process. And, um, because I did everything on the back end, so back end meaning like uh, on the editing process. So I filmed everything like my lines, then after that, I kind of took all the footage that I had and um, you know, I, I kind of cut and put the other parts, like I recorded all the other parts, like the answers from my laptop, and I added them in. So that, that's an interesting way um, to go about it. I don't know if that's the best way, but but you gotta you gotta work with what you have, you know, and uh, that's why I, what I had accessible to me at that time. And on top of that, though, learning you know the the lines and saying them right and the meaning and being in character and yada yada yada, doing all that stuff, you're doing it all alone with a lot of fucking uh, background noise at the end, mom coming in, hey, you know they don't know what the hell's going on, like, ugh. <laughs> so much it's so stressful you know it's really stressful and um it's tough but you had to go through it like on one of the tapes i was i think i stayed till like 3 a.m because i started late just because i waited for all the noise and stuff and people to go to sleep and all that stuff before i could record and uh yeah i stayed till like 3 a.m um it was much more quiet and peaceful and obviously I could do my work but once you're out of your element it's so tough man 
it's so tough to stay on top of it and do everything that you need to do. But luckily, you know, I had my laptop every single day. I would, whether I wasted time or spent too much time with friends or family, whatever the case was, I would make sure I would update it that day uh, and then see and then could quickly throw in an additional hour or two, whether it's submitting to projects or, or um, you know, uh, working out or whatever the case may be, trying to churn this week from a vacation mode to no work mode but throw in some some family time as well um and yeah i'm i'm, I'm kind of happy with how things turned out i i you know i spent of course uh, a good a solid amount of time with my family and friends out there uh, majority family and uh, the stuff that i wasn't doing that you know, it, it was everything was much more efficient. So if I were to go have coffee before, it'd be like you know two to three hours hanging out with somebody, whatever, with a bunch of friends. Then I would cut that to forty-five minutes, an hour, an hour and twenty max, and then boom, move into something productive. Not go to another friend or or, or family or shopping or whatever. You know, because you're in that mindset and you're in that mood. Um, and then people just, you know, just happens. Oh, you're off. Hey, let's meet up. Hey, let's do that. Oh, come here. Oh, the baby. Oh, you know what I mean? Um, as cool as that is, if that was like two or three days, I get it. Yes. Uh, you know, I spend the majority of the time doing that, but I'm staying a week. So I'm like, you, you need to work, man. You need to get some stuff done. And yeah, so I'm happy for auditions, submitted them all, got them all done. Um, you know, on, on the production side at the, at the recording, set up the, because I brought all my equipment with me too, like I said. So I had the blue screen set up and the microphone and, and all that stuff. So it worked out pretty well. In addition to that, I reached out to – I created my list because one of the goals uh, uh, for this month is to reach out to, I believe, 30, I want to say. What is it? 25. 25 brands in regards to the Beat the Sun video. Uh, on top of that, I had submitted it to, to festivals. Uh, but I submitted this time to not Nike. I went through the loophole with Nike, but you can't really submit to Nike. Uh, what I found out is basically Nike is tied in with an advertising firm, which is, I forget the name. I, I wrote it here, but I forgot what the advertising firm name is. They have an exclusive contract, and everything, any idea, anything like that, advertising, marketing related, has to go to this firm before it goes to Nike. So it took me about a couple hours of research, call, email, all this stuff to, to, you know, get down to the bottom of that. And I found the person and head of advertising from this firm. Um, and then Wainster, ah, I forget what the hell the firm is called. But I reached out to her with the video. Um, and, you know, once you figure that out, once you find the person, then you've got to, you know, basically keep reaching out to the person and find different ways of how you can get your material out there. So I did that. I reached out to Under Armour as well, and I created, uh, you know, my my list that I wanna that I wanna um, basically show the video to, and see if anything can come up from it. Um, but yeah, now I gotta like I did with Nike. I gotta do for each brand. So um, you know, Under Armour, Adidas, and uh, see what their process is and how you get about doing that. So. I uh, I submitted to like I said Under Armour or Nike or the the firm affiliated with Nike. Uh, we'll see what happens there, but it takes like I, I saw for Under Armour it takes like four to six weeks for them to go through the submission and kind of review it and get back to you. 
Um, so, you know, that process starts. So I did a little bit of that. Also, I, like I said, I submitted to film, fest film festivals. I heard back from the New York Film Festival, and it turns out that they had received over, like, uh, I'm going to say 800 submissions, I think they said. Seven or 800 submissions, and they selected, like, 56 or 60, and we were not one of them. So, you know, it is what it is. I try to get some feedback. They really want to give any feedback. They're like, you know, just keep us in mind for future. Please submit in the future, uh, you know, stuff like that. Um, it is what it is. I saw all the videos that made it because it gives you a link to, like, who was selected. And there, none of them were under, like, the three-minute mark, four-minute mark. I think the shortest was, like, five minutes, I want to say, or something like that. And our video is two minutes. So I don't know if that anything had anything to do with it. Um, who knows what their selection process is like, but, uh, but yeah, I would have, I would have liked to made it, you know, obviously, but, um, you know, it is what it is. Just, just keep moving forward, keep submitting to other stuff. I want to see Hollywood Bowl too. Um, see what they say. I haven't heard back from them and, um, you know, it'd be interesting to see kind of what happens there. And it's just interesting to see the whole process of, of, um, festivals and how they work and, you know what what what's entered in and what's not and etc cetera, etc cetera. um so yeah learning experience you know a little bit bummed but whatever um in addition to that while i was in phoenix the main guy that i do the automotive sales thing um the sales consulting for the auto business he had a meeting over at his place where basically the sales team staff got together and you know he's, he's buying everybody dinner and drinks and talking business and kind of the future and, and just like a networking little little dinner uh, event so that was that was cool got to meet some of the guys that are in charge of the uh, of different markets and in charge of different areas as far as the business like who creates the actual pieces and somebody at the printhead and anyway some of the business people that are involved throughout this this entire process because you know it's not just this one person it's a multitude of people that are involved um, that all do different things so it's it's good I had a solid solid one-on-one uh, -on -one with one of the guys newer uh, he's been in the auto business uh, and sales specifically and consulting for for a long time he used to do commercial real estate previously and uh, Man, really interesting guy. We just sat down and had a one-on-one, -on -one and we clicked. And he was just kind of telling me about his past. And it's funny, he used to be an actor back in the day. Um, I, I guess, you know, his family's friend, good friends with Nick Nolte. And he experienced a lot of cool stuff when he was a little kid. But then growing up, you know, kind of like how his life turned out. And he's 45 now, and, and we're talking. And, and uh, just one of the things that he said, he's like, man, he's like, with all due respect, you're a fucking child. Like, you're just a kid. What are you talking about? You're 30 years old, man, you know? Like, you're chill, everything's good, you know? It, it's so funny, he's kind of saying to me what I'm saying to a 20-year-old. <laughs> and it's funny how that works, not to take away from, obviously, the weight of the of the 10 years, right? 20, 30, 40, there's, those are, you know, significant points, I feel like, in your life. But it's, it's kind of cool and refreshing to hear to hear his story and kind of he had some cool encouraging stuff to say um 
you know, he shared a lot of like personal stuff with me. Just one of those things where I wish it was like part of an espresso tale because it's just it was so spontaneous and 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 we t- he just talked about a bunch of good stuff and at the time when he was here back in the 90s doing modeling and, and that whole world as far as acting and everything goes and um, you know his experience with it which, which was really interesting nonetheless he got out of it moved to Vegas and, and continue, continued on with his life but it's always good man listening from other people especially older people that have been in similar experiences or have gone through stuff and um, it's always good I always take something from someone you know because everybody, even that naive 18, 19 year old could, could subconsciously or consciously tell you something, or show you something, you know, the look in their eye, you know, it's, it's just really interesting. It's really cool, especially people that are wiser, be like, yeah, been there, man, this, this was the route I took and these are my regrets and, and, or not regrets or whatever the case may be. So that's pretty cool. Um, reach out to some guys too, try to get some business stuff going. Uh, as far as workout, I killed the workouts. I had a great, great week. I worked out six out of the seven days. Definitely pumping it up because my goal this month is because I didn't hit the 100 knuckle ups in 90 seconds, and I definitely want to hit that this month. And uh, yeah, we'll see what happens there. So I've been, I've been definitely picking up the pace. I've been doing 200 to 250 push-ups a day. By push-ups, I mean knuckle ups like this, so you get that extra two to three inches. So I can get to a point where I can do 190 seconds, um, and yeah, so that's that's I'd say the week was pretty good. You know, went out I think a night or two and and drank a little too much, but um, it comes with the territory when you're back home, man. You're getting pulled in different directions, and you know sometimes you just can't say no. I mean, you can, but uh, it's like shit. All right, let's do this. Let's go. Um, you know, and Old Town, Old Town, Scottsdale, holy shit, man, shit is popping over there, it's just so vibrant and live, and people, it's like beautiful people everywhere, and I'm tell. I mean, I've been saying this for a while, I've always said this, Phoenix, I'm so bullish on Phoenix, it doesn't even matter if the economy crashes, Phoenix is still fucking great, phenomenal little place, restaurants, traffic, you know, the housing, business, just like the overall lifestyle there, you get so much bigger bang for your buck. The only thing is, obviously, you know, there's no beach or anything like that. But I don't know, man. I, I, I'm a big fan of Phoenix. If you want to get ahead wealth-wise, money-wise, forget about everything else, Phoenix is a good place to be in. It's a good peace of mind, too. Um, ideally, I'd like to buy another property this year. But we'll see. We'll see how things go with finances and all that. But yeah, that's that's basically week sixty on on a nutshell. You know, that's that's shit, man. Sixty weeks, two hundred and forty days. That's that's crazy. The journey still continues. Um, obviously, the pressure is is slowly building up. Oh, and I finished. I, I did some reading too, because obviously I need to finish uh, to the actor by Chekhov this month. So I did some reading there, and I finished the Four Agreements, which was a really interesting book it's an audiobook so it was about like four hours long doesn't have to do anything with acting by the way it's more so like a personal journey type of uh, type of content there um, and it talked about so the four agreements I don't want to get into the whole spiel of what the you know basically what the book said but 
One of the things that it talked about in the agreements of living your life is don't take anything personally. And it explained that in length, you know. Um, and sometimes, you know, especially at this phase that I'm in, I do a lot of reaching out. I'm very entrepreneurial. I'm very call, 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 do, uh, knocking on doors, trying to get people to respond, basically selling. Although it's not really selling, it's just pushing, it's making content, it's creating, making a living, all that stuff. It's tough because as I've shared through this journey all many times where I've been frustrated and people are just yeah, not what they seem or not what they say, etc., etc. And that was a very good reminder where, hey, look, don't take anything personally because although it's easy to, it's, it's tough to consciously think about this stuff, but that's why they say taking the higher road, which makes sense. Sometimes, even though you know that's the right way, you just don't want to because that short-term anger or, or outlash that you have is so enjoyable. And for, for, for the time being, although in the long term it's, it's horrible, it does nothing good for you, it's not productive. But on the short term, we want to feel like, ah, yes, I said that. Um, so yeah, it talks about don't take anything personally, whether it's somebody saying something to you or doing something to you or whatever it is if you don't agree with it well that's fine because life is what it is and if you want to move ahead and be successful and speed up the reaction time like i always talk about just don't take anything personally and it's cool again just aligns with with most of the stuff that i believe in and that was a good representation so it's a good book to it's a good reminder of everything, and he puts some stuff in different perspective, talking about the dream maker, like the dream makers, you know, how people are asleep and to be conscious and awake, etc., etc., all this spiritual stuff, which is very cool. And I think it's a good book if this is the first time you're you're observing this stuff or if you have questions, if you're like, hmm, let me, let me kind of explore some different options. I think it's a good book to give you a, a a good general fundamental look at some of this stuff that I've personally experienced and explored through the entire journey of like the last 10 years or so, or eight years, I'll say. It's a good starting point. Like for me, it was how to win friends and influence people. That was the first book. I'm like, huh, interesting material. Then Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Then Rich Dad Poor Dad. And then and I get. Then I went through a journey through all these books, good to great. You know all this stuff and just learning, learning, learning. And yeah, I think this is a good book for agreements to um, kind of get you up to speed. If that's that's something that you enjoy. So, anyways, twenty three minutes. Holy shit, that went by fast. Mm. <laughs> it's life for you. That's that. That's all I have to say. What else? What else has happened week 60? For addition, submitting to stuff. Taping, taping, taping. Oh, and then... Uh, I don't want to talk too much about this, but real quick, I reached out to this guy, Patrick Bet David. He does... He's, he's like a Gary V almost. He, he, he does uh, value content. He gives advice. He, you know, he's a, he's a business guy. 
and he's got a lot of good ideas. I've been following him for a while. He's an immigrant just like myself. He came here from Iran. Um, you know, it basically changed his whole life, became successful, yada, yada, yada. And I've been following him on social media and Instagram, and I reached out to him. This was like five or six months ago, and I said, hey, look, this is basically who I am. I'd love to get in touch, collaborate, because he also does interviews and stuff like that. And he gave me a challenge, and he said, look, he responded back, which was cool, by the way. And he's like, look, you know, the first step when I challenge you to do is watch all my videos, and then we'll go from there. I said, great. He's like, message me when you're done. Should take you about three months or so, because he's got a bunch of videos on his YouTube channel. So I go, and of course, I'm busy doing a million things, and I'm like, eh, I watch one or two videos here and there. And, and then, you know, Three, four months just one by just like that. I'm like, oh shit, I need to reach back out to this guy now that I'm getting ready with, with my material now and, and I'm getting to a phase where this year I definitely have to roll out this YouTube channel and everything that I'm doing, you know? Um, but, and it was so tempting to be like, hey, I watch all your videos because most of this content, it's like stuff that I've learned. It's, look, all content is good content, but it's not like I'm watching his stuff and I'm like, holy shit, mind blown. It's because it's like, I've read most of the same books and stuff that he's kind of talking about. Um, so I feel like I'm on the same wavelength as he is, but I still, and, it, and it's so tempting to be like, hey, I watch all your stuff because what is he going to know, right? But I'm like, no, nah, I can't do that. No, 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 no. Fuck no. Like, watch the content. That's the challenge he gave you. You got to do that. You know, do it right. So I'm going, I said all that because point being is that I start to watch all his videos and I'm trying to watch two to three hours a day. Oh man, my throat itches. I can, I'm trying to watch two to three hours a day so I can get it done in like a month or so. So I can reach out to him and see if I can potentially collaborate with him in the future, have him as a mentor, you know. Fuck, I need some help, man. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff going on and I'm getting extremely busy and it's like what to do first. So I would love some help, some guidance and, you know, and especially with this channel, the good to great thing, how to approach it, how to launch it, how to, you know, how to put everything together. Um, a lot of work. So... Anyway, started watching all his videos, and he's got some good stuff, and it's kind of like getting me out of shit, like, because he's all business, right? The business world with life advice thrown in there, and uh, I'm like, man, kind of feels sitting on the sidelines, um, not attacking business, but again, got to stay focused into the primary thing, which is acting, but you know what to fucking do acting. You need money, and you need all this other stuff, and hence why I'm doing what I'm doing. But nonetheless, that's that. That's week 60 recap. If you made it through all this, God bless you. Um, man, 26 minutes, that's a long time. Uh, but yeah, till next time, looking forward to week 61. Good to great, life process, journey continues, over and out. Peace.